Welcome to Tice Talks, episode 22. Today we are talking about effective discipline, and Dr. Tice's guest is Pastor Neil Berkey. You know, I think that my parents were secret closet David Tice followers (laughs) 20-ish years ago. (laughs) No, well, more than that, but you know. Because they were very good at this biblical discipline thing, I think. Is that right? Well, you know what? My my mom said to me one day, she said, David, I wish I had heard your teaching while I was raising you. (laughs) I don't know if that was possible. What I was teaching back then, she wouldn't have wanted to hear. That is, I didn't do anything. It's okay. (laughs) Please, Mom. So, uh, yes, I'm glad to have Pastor Neil Berkey with me. My son-in-law is here with us this morning. Uh, welcome to the um, to Tice Talks. It's good to be here. I get all. It seems like I get all of the challenging topics that you have in your book, and so I don't know how that works out, but I'm glad to be here. Well, the topic in the book is provide nurture and admonish, and it's a taught, uh, a chapter that deals specifically with how to discipline, and we talk about step-by-step how to discipline. Uh, So I thought, um, I thought uh, if we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about nurture, the word nurture means, uh, it's translated chastisement in another passage in in, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, and I thought if we were going to talk about that, and you're reading that portion of the book, and I would encourage you to get the book and read the book if you haven't already. Uh, because it's going hand in hand with these podcasts, yeah. uh, but the now, how does actually somebody, if they're looking at getting the book, how does how, how would they actually go about getting that? Uh, Crystal, that's you. Our preferred method of book getting is to visit Pastor's website at davidtice.com, and you can order it directly from us there. Yes. Okay. Well, that's great. It's so also it, on Kindle, though, if you like. Oh, it, it's thing. on Kindle. Yeah. Oh, is that right? So you what do it you is. just you just buy a certain like pay a certain amount, and you got it. It downloads on Kindle. How does that right. work? So you would go to Amazon.com, you may have heard of it, and look up Raising God's Kids in Sin City, and then there are free, um, there's like a free Kindle app that you can download, and then you just purchase it electronically. It's kind of like, um, you know how Disney Plus is a home for all of your movies? We're like oh. Disney Plus? Yeah, it basically. That's basically where we're at. That's so <laughs> you have movies, but they're not like on your shelf. It's wow. kind of, that's how Kindle works. Wow, that's it's am- like a book, but it's not on your shelf. Well, that's it's amazing. electronic. I, I've often referred to Liberty Baptist Church as my Disneyland, as Walt's Disneyland. Well, it's it's Dave, not a perfect Liberty analogy. Baptist Church, but I, <laughs> but so is, so back to I the subject here. It's discipline. the happiest place on earth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're correlating the happiest place on earth with discipline. With discipline. I, I love. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that's a good correlation uh, or not. But <laughs> well, anyway, it's a how to make a happy home. So yeah, that's you exactly got to, right. So you have to have discipline, um, or nurture means discipline. Admonition means instruction. So we're going to talk about effective discipline today. Now, now you're not going to be using any personal. Um, you're not going to be showing people. No, you're not. Good. We, can, I, we can't at, demonstrate. At least, I'm, at least I'm glad I'm. No, I'm not going to be uh, hit or, uh, hit around. <laughs> hit, hit around. I don't do that. <laughs> I uh, when we uh, when we do family life conferences, what I do is I actually have sometimes a uh, a child come up and I show them. I, I use a demonstration of of, uh, of of spanking, proper spanking, Ty- because typically uh, it's me. I want to make it very clear that we do not believe in hitting children around. I believe it's very important that we teach biblical discipline. And I think we need to make it really, really clear that we do not believe in abuse, but lack of discipline is, is abusive to a yeah. child. So. Now, this is a, a very serious subject. 
Um, as we look at the the idea of proper nurture and, and admonition, um, where was your uh, where was your basis for uh, this? Obviously, the Bible, but um, as a parent, when did you start developing this as uh, as as your belief? Well, I I had a very very as I, my dad only lived till I was ten years old, but I had a very very strict disciplinary uh, dad uh, who was very very uh, adamant that you obeyed. Um, and that, that children were to be seen and not heard. And so there was a lack of real biblical discipline. And as, but I went to school, and as I was in school, I had the great teaching of a man named Bob Stone and another guy named um, Larry Coy, who taught about husband-wife relationships and talked about, um, talked about uh, parenting and began to understand what biblical... Uh, parenting was all about. So, so in, in when we're talking about discipline, there's, we, we're going to look at six different things that are absolutely important uh, that go along with uh, discipline. The first wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. Six things that go along with discipline? Yes. Six being the number of imperfect man or That's child? That's right. <laughs> The, the Did number, you do this on purpose? The number six, yes, okay. yes. All right, so, just checking. Here it is. Well, it deals with the imperfect imperfections of man. Number one, we need to understand its purpose. We need to the understand purpose its purpose. Of what? Uh, discipline? Of discipline. Okay. Uh, so if I'm going to spank my child or if I'm going to discipline them in any way, what is the purpose? And the idea is we need to understand that discipline is lovingly molding a person's life. It is not punishment. It is, the whole purpose of it is not to put some punitive um, uh, pain on someone because I don't like what they're doing. It's not to punish them. It's to correct behavior. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's so, so important. Uh, today, children don't understand the consequences of sin. Yeah. And, and they need to be taught uh, the consequences of sin. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, to add to that, what you're teaching them to do, um, or what you're teaching them to do or not do, is is who they're going to end up becoming. And uh, so, what you what you allow them to get away with, um, you're teaching them that in the future as well. It's not something, and so it's important to to correct them to see that see that area that area of flaw or fault in their life and correct that. Um, and so that's important, would you say? Yeah, the uh, we live in a in a culture that has thrown out social graces, and we used to say to our kids all the time, we used to say that action is not socially acceptable, yeah. and we want to make our children know how to be socially acceptable. Sometimes home uh, people who homeschool are accused of not uh, raising children. Uh, to be able to relate in society, and, yeah. and Crystal, you know about that. You've you were homeschooled. I, do. I have a difficult time <laughs> relating. I, I, that was kind of very pointed there. Actually, it was <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. That's you, right? <laughs> but um, but it is so true. There's uh, one of the uh, one of our kids. In fact, has probably gone through all of our kids, um, where they would talk in this cute baby voice. They would be you know five six years old, and they would talk in this this baby voice and. Um, and it was cute, but the idea is, no, we don't do that. That's not socially acceptable. We don't, we don't do that out in public. So if we don't do that out in public, we don't do that, this at home. And so establishing it 
the home would be a great point of establishing behavior so that way whenever you do go out in public uh, you're just following up on what you have already taught so we need to understand the purpose of discipline is correction it is not punishment second thing that we need to understand is is what is that we administrate it uh, quickly we there's you see an action that you don't like and you correct it as quickly as uh, as as you see it okay so uh, talk to, talk to me about that neil because i've watched you as you have very small children you've you've brought them up how do you, how does that vary when it comes to a uh, a six month old as compared to a an eleven year old? Well, that is that's a very good question. Um, especially with uh, having multiple kids, it gets easier the more kids that you have. But I would say the most challenging part is the first child that you have because you don't really know as a parent what they actually know and what they don't know. So there was times of testing that we had. It was a very light touch on the the hand no, don't touch that, uh, or it was, uh, and then based upon what they did, we were understanding, okay, they actually understand, we would actually pop our hand, we would touch something, pop our hand, and say, ouch, and pull our hand back, and we'd say, don't touch, don't touch, so we, there had to be some type of expectation that was laid out for the child, and then, and then from there, there had to be an understanding, so if the child didn't understand, you, you couldn't correct them because that knowledge was not there. And so when they did get to that point, then it, would, it was a light sting on the hand to be able to know, don't touch, don't touch, when that was, when that was outlaid. So you had to have a, a, a explain, and then you have to correct, uh, and then you have to uh, explain again. That doesn't, uh, when I say explain again, it's, it's you're, you're explaining your purpose for that. Isaiah said that children learn line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, and then they only catch it here a little and there a yeah. little. But that's how we're supposed to train. So so some action is repeated over and over again. Yeah. The important thing is that that you don't wait, especially for a very small child, somebody that's, uh, say, six months old, you need to be able to say that that, that six-month-old, they're not going to remember, oh, uh, I'm going to put you here, and you think about this for a while. It needs to be taken care of instantly. And, and uh, there are kids, too, um, and it may not be six months. Maybe it's 12 months. And so having that discernment uh, with that child, and you're interacting as a parent with that child, so and it'll be different. Girls just tend to uh, catch things a lot quicker than guys, and um, I find that to be true as adults <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes, but uh, the understanding of no things. comment, Crystal. I did have a comment, but your wife actually had texted me a question, so I was responding to her and not paying attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're talking about very educated things. Okay, well, good. Well, <laughs> um, I did want to ask you a question with this. So, administrating it quickly. Um, there, there's times that we've had as parents um, where there's just consistent, and, and we would classify it as will-breaking times, where they're just very, uh, very stubborn, uh, very insistent upon what they're going to do, they're going to do. Uh, could you speak into that a little bit with this, this uh, point specifically? Well, I can remember a time when Matthew was very, very young, probably about 18 months old, and he decided he was going to show me something that he thought was fun. He saw some, but some other little boy in the hallway of our church put their finger 
on the water fountain and squirt water all over the walls. So he wanted to show me because we, I mean, I was his buddy, you know, and so he walked me up, he said, and he was hardly able to talk, and he crawled up on a chair and he puts his finger up and he shows me and he thinks this is funny. I said, you don't do that. And he he showed me again, and I said, no, you can't do that. And then I said, and I I whacked his bottom, I stung his bottom, and uh, he said, and he just like like I can't believe that I'm trying to show you something fun, and yeah. you're and you're and, and and you don't understand this. And we went through again what we call a Wilberking ceremony, and and uh, I had to show him. Look, I loved him, but but you cannot do. If I say no, it means no, yeah. and uh, so it's so important. Um, and and it was important that we took care of it right then, because. Uh, uh, an hour later, he wouldn't remember. At 18 months, he's not going to remember. An hour later, what are you talking about? Now, with a with a with a child that's five or six or eight or nine, you can say you need to go to your room, and I'm going to be right in in just a few minutes, and we're going to discuss this, and you can deal with it. Right. But the issue is, you don't let it drag out. You deal with discipline, and you do it quickly you don't wait and drag it all out and make it a long miserable thing if you deal with if you deal with it quickly then the third point is you can finish it quickly uh if i if i have a discipline situation with a with a child and there are uh and and i have to deal with it i can i, I don't have to drag this out when when my when my when i was young i would be told go to your room I would go to my room, uh, I'd get a spanking, or I'd go to my room as a punishment, and then I would be told things like this. And I love my parents, and they were doing the very best they could, but I would be told, uh, uh, now you can come out of there when you think you're, you've learned your lesson. Yeah. Well, I didn't know whether I learned my lesson five minutes, because after they were gone, I, was, yeah. I, like, I oh, learned yeah. my lesson. Yeah. But I thought if I come out, if I come out, uh, I'm going to be in trouble. So when do you get to come out? When do they think you've learned your lesson? And then when you come out, you feel like, like the it's whole world's okay. looking at yeah. you, and uh, like you're just you're just the dog. Uh, so the idea is, especially when it comes to spanking uh, uh, and proper spanking, you take care of it. You do it do it the way I say in the book. You take care of it. And then you love, love the person, love your your child, love him up, and then say, okay, let's go on. It's yeah. over. It's it's now over. Uh, there's no need for penance. There's no there's no need for woe is me. You don't have to come out of the closet. No, you did wrong. It was disciplined. It was taken care of quickly. And now it's yeah. over quickly, and we can go on with life. That's why. That's uh, somebody asked me to speak on the on comparing spanking with um, time out. Uh, and I, I think spanking uh, is a whole lot better because you can deal with it, it's biblical, and then it's over. Yeah. Time out could mean standing in a corner for uh, a half an hour uh, or, or being, on, um, being involved in uh, restriction for um, a week. And that just, that just drags out. I'm not here to punish. I'm here to 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 uh, to correct uh, improper action, and so uh, understand its purpose, administer it quickly, uh, okay. and then finish it quickly. Can I ask a question here? Um, so 
the illustration that you gave with your parents, how challenging was that knowing their expectations? So, so when you were given instruction, go to your room, uh, was the understanding of you, was, was that difficult of knowing what they expected? Well, normally for me, I knew what they had not expected. Yeah. <laughs> and I had done something I knew was not acceptable. I got caught and I was going to my room for yeah. what I got caught, which is very, very important. It's important that their, your children know what they're going to their room for, what they're yeah. getting spanked for. And I think sometimes we can really frustrate our children because we have expectations, and maybe that's what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, they, we have, they, we, uh, we have expectations of our children that they're not ready to meet. We've sure. got to remember that our children, when they're born, they're born as a blank slate. They have, they have no idea. They don't know how to hold a fork. They don't know how to hold a spoon. They don't know. Uh, they don't have. They don't know how to get food in their mouth. We have to teach them all of those everything, things. Everything. They and sometimes learning. we expect them to have social graces. They're not going to have them unless we teach them what is proper and what is improper. Sure. Um, one of the things to add to that, you said finish it quickly, um, is recognizing where they did wrong. So apologizing for what they did. You talked about correction and then loving them. Um, but making that apology, uh, recognizing what they did was wrong. Uh, one of the things that I've, I've done with our kids is um, they'll say this. They'll say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. So they, they take ownership. They recognize what they did was not right. And they, then they ask this, will you forgive me for this, whatever it was? Whether that was disobeying, whether that was being mean to somebody else, because it's taking ownership for what they've done. That's exactly and right. And that's that's what's that's what they need as citizens. Whenever they've done something wrong, okay, they need to own up to that, and then um, and then asking for forgiveness. So when you came out of the room, you were like, okay, is everything all right? And because it wasn't completely made right um, with your parents of that recognizing what I had done was wrong, and so with that recognition, it helps. Um, it, it uh, reconciles you with that individual that you had wronged, but also ultimately with, with God as well. And we'll usually pray typically afterwards, and they'll ask for forgiveness yeah. from the Lord. I used to make my children, uh, and that might sound a little harsh, but I used to, I did, I made my children ask me for forgiveness for making me have to spank them because I did I wanted them to know you want to do yeah. I, I I wanted them to know this was not something I wanted to do I did this for your benefit and I love you and uh, and and so they would ask me and they would say daddy please forgive me for making you have to spank me and that just it that just imparted into them every one of my kids know that when I spanked them, I did not want to spank them. Yeah, it was because I did of their be choice. For, for their good. Yeah, but it was a choice that they made. Yep. Um, which kind of leads us to the next point, uh, which is be consistent. So you're talking about finish it quickly, administering it quickly, even understand the purpose of discipline, but then uh, you got to be consistent. And so, um, and, and that is interesting with all the, the, the personality of kids. Sometimes you're like, hey, we just did this 30 seconds ago. <laughs> And, uh, yes. and for others, it's like, wow, you know, I can't remember the last time uh, they got disciplined yeah, yeah. or, you know, was. Yeah, and, and your children, because one of them gets spanked a lot and the other one doesn't get spanked, uh, very often will think it's not fair. But it is if you're consistent. You have to, you have to treat every child the same way and you have to be consistent. If, if, if uh, lying, 
got a spanking yesterday, that lion needs to get a spanking today. And you need to be consistent with that. Um, and if Joe lied, she he gets a spanking. If Mar- Mary lies, then she gets a Excuse me, if she she gets a spanking. Yeah. I've I've the noticed same that thing. I've noticed that there's usually with our kids there's one thing that they really struggle with. Um not like super bad, but it's one thing that really that it's constantly working at, whether that be dishonesty, whether that be um disobedience, whether that being kind. There's uh in those issues you got as a parent hit those hard. I'm saying those issues you have to you have to be aware of. And you have to be consistent with those, um, and so this is this is probably the toughest one out of all of these. I would say consistency, because there's times I'm sure that as a parent you were like, "Oh, are you serious? I got to take care of this right now." It seems like it's at most the the most inconvenient right, times. Right, right. You're just going out to church, or somebody <laughs> just came over to your house. Yes. Or, um, or you were just about to have a wonderful, fun day, and now. Now you've got to deal with this issue. So yeah. uh, so being consistent is really, really hard. And by the way, let me say this. For blended families, it's so, so important that you be consistent with each child. And people will say, well, this child doesn't give me as much trouble as that child. Well, again, consistency is the important thing because if not, it will cause bitterness between siblings, yeah. and especially between uh, step-siblings. It's very, very important that you be consistent all the time and with every child. Yeah, so. that's a great point because there are certain kids that don't get it as much, and you're like, oh, that's the angel child. Yes. <laughs> and you yes. definitely wanna, don't want to show favoritism. Yes, one of our five issue. would always refer. People would say to her, I remember the first time that oh, uh, one of my daughters got a spanking, and everybody looked over and said, she's getting a spanking? And uh, I can remember when that child was older. I said, did you get that done? And she said, yes. I'm the good child. <laughs> but she got her, she got, she just reminded me the other day, she got her share of spankings. Uh, so, um, so be consistent. Uh, number five, be unemotion, as unemotional as possible. Now that can be challenging. Yes. Um, because, because there is, there can be things that happen, whether that be intentional or unintentional as a parent, you're trying to uh, sift through that and finding out, okay, this was my, this was something that I had a memento from my great grandmother that is now shattered on the ground. And uh, as a parent, you have to deal with that. What are a couple ways that you dealt with that? Um, there was probably uh, the anger that came um, as a result of disobedience. How did you handle that? I'm thinking of times that I was in the middle of some project that I am working on, and it's frustrating me, and then somebody comes in and needs discipline. And I'm thinking, I mean, my, your, your, your emotions are up. You're upset of this thing. What you have to do is remember a couple of things. You need to remember that anger begets anger. If you discipline a child when you're angry, uh, then the Bible says very specifically, and I cover this in the book, that your anger will fail. So what do you do? You need to go away. You need to take the child and, and put, uh, put them in, a, in their room, and you need to make sure, God, I need to get focused 
help me to can be more concerned about this child than I am about myself. And uh, Lord, help me to help them uh, do that which is right. And, and uh, help, help them uh, with, uh, just a- again, ask God to help you to be yeah. unemotional. Now, there are, there are different emotions that you, that you face when you're spanking. Sometimes you can be, in, uh, one of my children was very, very, when he, when he was going to get spanked, and that means it's one of two. But when he was about to get spanked, I, he would actually, he would, there would, he would do so many things. He would pray to God, God, please let my dad know that I, that I am so sorry for this. Like he's pleading that God would understand and hear, and I'm hearing it so that I won't, so that I won't spank him. Uh, he would also, uh, 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 there, there, he would, he would just get really upset and, and when I, when he would do those kind of things, when he'd get really, I uh, I would, it, it, I remember one day I laughed because it was so, so ridiculous, comical. the so drama, and and he looked at me and said, "You're laughing at me." Yeah. So it really is sometimes hard to be unemotional. unemotional but here's what you both, need to do: both in the negative and in, in the, yeah, and it, and showing. Um, what they're doing is funny, maybe. Yes, yes. Their actions. You still have to be unemotional. Sure. Uh, our children can do things that are just, um, well, they're just like a show. So what, yeah. I, what, um, what I would do is I would say, okay, you need to, uh, I want you to go to your room and so I can get myself in order. Yeah. And if you do that, if you just back off the situation for a few moments, and you can't do this with a little, little child, but they're not going to, most times when, when it's a little baby, they're not going to get you overly emotional. Uh, if that does happen, then my suggestion is you, if you get to a point where you're very frustrated, and some parents have do that, you need to take the child, put him in, in a room where in he's perfectly safe, in yeah. a crib, and then just get out of the room for a while and take some deep breaths, get yourself calm, and then go back and love that love that child. So um, be as unemotional as possible. The best thing you can do is separate yourself from the situation, take some deep breaths, spend some time with God, and then go and handle the situation. Yeah, so it's, it's very minimal, the time, maybe a, a minute or two minutes yeah, may, at it, the maximum, maybe five Maybe five, five or ten minutes. minutes, yeah, but you can deal with that. And then it brings us to our last point, um, which is never spank in public. Never spank in public. Yeah, and that's so, so important. Uh, our culture does not understand a spanking, does not understand um, uh, proper discipline. And so did you it's have, important. Did you have key words that um, as, a, as a son or daughter that was growing up in your home knew, okay, I'm going to be in trouble whenever I get yes, home. I'm yes. going to be dealt with. Well, I, the, what we would say, and they knew this, they w- I would look at them and say, okay, when we get home, we're going to talk. And that and meant, It wasn't oh, like, oh, how was I your mean, day? I you, mean, you get this, this look in their eyes when I said it's we're going to talk. horrible thing to say. So, <laughs> it's like saying, maybe. It's a horrible thing to say. It means no. Just that's, say it. That's it. <laughs> so, we but we need to make we need to make contact. You can you can be in a if you're in a store and your child acts up, there should you you should have that keyword. Yeah. Uh, uh, when we get home, we're going to talk. Uh, or I've heard I've heard you say, "Do you need a timeout?" A timeout is acceptable. 
but I know what timeout means when you say it to your children. It's like the talk. Yeah, so it's just like the talk. So having those key words, it says to your children while they're in public, this isn't ending here. Uh, Or if you're driving down the road and they're doing some things, you can say, whatever it is, this isn't ending here. we we we're going to talk when we yeah. get home we're going to get we're going to talk that gives you an opportunity to get into the privacy of your home and take care of discipline now, by the way just socially it's unacceptable to discipline your children in public it makes everybody else uncomfortable very awkward and yeah. uh so uh it's better to just deal with it in a way and 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 if you're dealing with your children and you're training your children uh privately then you're going to be able to deal with those public situations. I think, we, I think we've all seen people that have either been at the store or been out in public where there's been a child who needed discipline, whether that be they, they threw themselves on the ground and started kicking or maybe they were yelling uh, because they wanted something specifically, where they needed discipline in their life and just didn't have it. I think this is a great way to be able to look at these six principles, to be able to say, how do I discipline properly? What do I need to do? And uh, this one specifically about spanking in public is not just in public in the public eye, but also in the public of your home uh, where other kids uh, are, are in well, view of that too. as well. And so um, this is such so essential to our lives to be able to have kids that have grown up and, and you have uh, all of your kids are in some sort of ministry. Uh, as a result, I would probably say because they've seen Jesus through you and your wife's life uh, in the area of discipline. Yeah. Well, that's we hope that's the case. So. Let me just review those. Number one, understand its purpose. Number two, administrate it quickly. Number three, finish it quickly. Number four, be consistent. Number five, be as unemotional as possible and never spank in public. Again, I'm pretty sure my parents, you guys were friends before sometime in the past life because these Maybe things... Maybe we had the same mentors. The, the going to talk, this is like the worst phrase in the world as a child. We're going to talk about this later because you know exactly what that means. And then you just pray all day long that your parents forget that you were going to talk. The kid never forgets you were going to talk. But you're like, oh God, let mom and dad forget that we were going to talk. Sounds like there were some answered prayers there. There in your were life, a few. <laughs> there were a few. We don't need to rehash those. Every answered <laughs> prayer does not need to be shared publicly. <laughs> let me mention this just because this, this just reminds me. Joshua would always be praying that we would forget. Matthew yes, would always pray them. that we would forget. But Charity, when we would get home, she'd say, Dad, don't forget, we're going to talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that, And Josh would look at her like, what? What is your problem? Oh, my goodness. Charity, I don't know if we the friends one. anymore. You said we're going to talk, Dad. Well, thank you for joining us for episode 22 of the Tice Talks on Effective Discipline. Next time, we have... The one and only Pastor Matt is joining us. I believe, is that right? Yes. Pastor Matt's on the next one. We're going to talk about how to teach your children instant obedience. Not delayed obedience, but instant obedience. So that should be fun. Well, that will be great. Remember, this is Tice Talks. We're glad you joined us. This is more than a conversation.